0: We spend a lot of time planning all the things that we want to go right on our cruise vacation. But it's important to plan in case things don't go as we expect them to. From illness or injury to job loss or just transportation problems on the way to your cruise, there are ways to protect against the less pleasant costs associated with your vacation. But it's critical to understand and research these options. That's why, on today's episode of the Cruise Habit Podcast, we're talking about travel insurance. You're about to set sail on the Cruise Habit podcast, an audio voyage through the world of ships, ports, and beyond. Welcome aboard. As we record this episode, we're just uh, barely more than a week into the Atlantic hurricane season in 2019. And we get a lot of questions about cruising during hurricane season. And that's something we definitely want to talk more about. Uh, also importantly, you can go to cruisehabit.com slash and uh, we go over things you should consider and, frankly, what not to worry about, too, uh, with regard to cruising during hurricane season. But something that pretty much always comes down uh, or gets mentioned in that conversation is travel insurance. And it comes up other times as well. In fact, we already have an article over at Cruise CruiseHabit, uh, just cruisehabit.com insurance and uh, And we talk about some of the questions you should ask if you were looking to purchase travel insurance. But I thought maybe um, in, in a slightly different format, we could discuss it here today. Um, because you know if you when you need insurance, there are a few things more important. However, often when you're purchasing insurance, You're not always looking and, you know, asking the right questions, making the right decisions. Uh, All of us. And I've been there. I, I, I was at one point there. I made assumptions about what was covered, what wasn't covered by travel insurance. And you don't want to find out that you had it wrong when it's time to file a claim. So... Uh, so I want to go over seven things and and I'm doing this as kind of a list just because listen, I'm trying to, trying to contain myself. Insurance is a topic that you could just go on about and it's not very exciting. So you don't want, you know, 28 things, right? So seven things, uh, that you should know about getting travel insurance. And the first, as I alluded to already is don't assume much of what people think is covered is not. And there are a lot of things that might be covered that people don't know about. Um, It's you have to look at each individual policy. I'll give you some uh, some examples of what might be covered and what what might not be covered that people get a wrong idea about. Storm is threatening. hurricanes threatening. You're cruising the Caribbean, but there's a hurricane out there. It looks like it's going to come straight for where you're cruising. You think I'm not going anywhere toward there. So. Glad, th- Good thing I have travel insurance. I'll just get all my money back and file a claim. No, you won't. Um, not unless, you know, you're literally unable to make it. And we'll get into that in, in a moment. But uh, that's a common assumption is that if you decide, for whatever reason, whether it's a hurricane or anything else, you decide to not go for what you think is a good reason. It might be a good reason uh, that that is going to be covered. Usually not. Um, something that could be covered that you might not think of is, let's say, your uh, you're driving, maybe it's your own car, maybe it's a rental car, you're driving to the port and you get into a car accident. Um, it it may be that your travel insurance can handle that claim instead of your car insurance. Uh, or maybe the travel insurance picks up the deductible, uh, but if the travel insurance will pick up, you know, First, then, hey, you don't file a claim with your car insurance, might save some some money in, in premium increases, right? Again, there's no single rule. It all depends on the policy. But there's an example of something a lot of people think is covered, and then something else people don't think is covered, but is. Number two, uh, travel insurance doesn't insure against a bad cruise or any other bad vacation. Uh, that's kind of like what I was talking about, similar, I guess, to the hurricane. But imagine you just, you look at the weather forecast and you realize, wow, The weather is going to be absolute garbage for the entire week we're supposed to be uh, on our cruise. And I've checked every one of our ports of call. It's going to be lousy. Maybe it's going to rain all day. um, Or maybe it's going to be, you know, unseasonably cold in the Caribbean. It's going to be 30 degrees Fahrenheit in the Caribbean. Probably not, but maybe. Um, And you say, I, that's no good. That's not what I signed up for. Um, Well, you know what? If, If you were looking to spend every day on the beach, then I get it. That might really dampen, no pun intended, your your vacation. Uh, but travel insurance does not insure against a bad cruise. Um, that that goes for other things as well. Um, maybe the itinerary materially materially changes. Um, itineraries just changed a bunch for people looking to cruise to Cuba. We just wrote about that the other day uh, because of some changes to U.S. laws that now ships are not visiting Cuba any longer. You can't just go out and say, well, my, my itinerary changed. I'm going to cancel and file an insurance claim. Um, it doesn't work that way. There are other things, you know, bad cruise, you know, bad vacation sort of things that aren't covered. Uh, because again, it's your choice. Now, there are some exceptions to this. And that is that some travel insurance policies um, have cancel for any reason clauses. And the the idea with that is is just that you can cancel for any reason at all. You don't need a serious injury, a... Uh, uh, job loss, you don't need a problem getting there, you can just decide. However, one, those policies cost a lot more money up front, and two, they don't give you everything back. You just get a part of, uh, of your investment back uh, in terms of you know what you paid for the cruise and, and maybe other parts of your, of your, your travel arrangements. Um, I've actually filed a claim with a policy like this, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I had that policy that time. It's not something I usually take out. Um, it worked out really well but it does cost a lot more. So don't don't think of that as an easy out, but it is it is something to look into. Uh, number three, if you're looking for trip interruption um, or delay protection, make sure that all parts of your cruise uh, are, of your entire vacation are built into that policy. And what I mean is, uh, if, if the main thing you're looking to protect against or a thing that you're looking to protect against is uh, trip interruption. So if something happens, um, you know, y- there's an emergency back home and you have to cut the trip short. Or uh, maybe maybe there's a delay because something happens mechanically with a ship and now you're in a hotel for three extra days as you wait. Uh, anything having to do with the the time frame uh, of the trip changing. Think of it that way. Um, There, that's one of the popular reasons that people get travel insurance, and and it can be really helpful. However, you need to make sure that when you buy that policy, they'll ask you about like, uh, if you booked airfare, you know, what's the total cost of the trip, make sure that total cost and any questions that they ask about you answer honestly and completely. Because maybe you didn't maybe when you booked the trip you didn't have the hotel booked yet and you did you thought well i'm sure the hotel will be fine what's what's it matter it's not even that expensive well maybe There's a clause in that policy that if it gets delayed and you need more time at that hotel or you need to cancel that hotel reservation, that it's now not covered because you didn't consider that when you were first buying the policy. You have to really disclose everything. They'll ask, in my personal experience, uh, when I've booked travel insurance, they ask really clear questions. It's not tricky. You just need to really think and make sure you're, you're answering, not just honestly, but, you know, with all of the information that you can. Uh, Number four, there are annual policies, uh, and also a lot of credit cards, especially high-end credit cards, uh, Chase Sapphire Reserve, Amex Platinum, things like that, uh, that provide travel insurance, and they can be great options, can be, depends what you're looking to insure against, right? Uh, So I, I use Chase Sapphire Reserve, it's one of my main credit cards, I'm a big fan of it, and I actually wrote over on the website why I think it's a much better deal than any of the cruise line credit cards, if you're looking, you know, oh, but I get onboard credit from my Royal Caribbean or Princess, whatever. Trust me, do the math on this one. I I did it for you, actually, if you if you head to the website, Um, anyway, one of the additional benefits of some of these cards is that they provide some uh, protection against uh, delay, interruption, baggage loss, things like that. And it can be a huge help. However, uh, annual policies which is where you just pay, you know, one of these travel insurance companies a, a an amount of money, and it covers however many trips you take that year. Or these credit card policies, generally, what they cover uh, has to do with um, stuff like baggage loss or Medevac, uh, emergency medical treatment if you need to be treated, uh, you know, whether it's just because you get you know, a cold on the ship, and you you go to the infirmary on the ship, or maybe something serious happens, you get into an accident, you need to be treated on shore at a hospital, you even need to be flown back home in an air ambulance, something like that. A lot of those policies will cover those things. Trip and eruption, however, with those annual policies, not generally. That's why they're cheaper than buying individual policies for each trip, right? Uh, with credit cards, sometimes they do cover, uh, they do have trip interruption coverage. Uh, you want to read the fine print there. Just know that either of those things, annual uh, annual policies and what some credit cards provide, it's not the same as a regular, and I hate using that term because they're all different, but a regular travel insurance policy. They do vary. Make sure, just like with any other policy, you actually understand what's covered. Um, in addition, with, uh, with credit cards, much like I said, for the um, for regular travel insurance policies, where you want to make sure that y- you disclose everything, everything's included in that total amount of the of the trip cost when you're buying that policy. Uh, a lot of the time with credit cards, you need to make sure that every part of that trip that you want protected is purchased with that credit card. Um, so if, you know, if you run into an issue, maybe your credit card provides trip interruption, and something happens with flights getting canceled, and that causes you to miss your cruise. It depends on how their fine print is read. If you, let's say, redeem frequent flyer miles, will you be covered? Don't know, check the fine print on that. Number five, whichever type of policy you're looking at, whatever you're looking to protect against, ask your travel agent for help. uh, travel agents are are great resources for a lot of things. I talk about it a lot and because I believe in it. I mean, I cruise a lot. I've been doing this for a while. I used to be a travel agent. I still lean on my travel agent for a lot of advice. And trip insurance is a great thing because these companies are always coming out with new policies, new terms, and they get the updates about that. And even if they're not sure about some of the things, it's a lot easier for them to get the answers sometimes. And that's just when you're considering what policy to buy, because you don't have to buy the policy from the cruise line. Sometimes that's a great deal. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. But a travel agent can, can give you a wider range of options uh, much of the time. But in addition to just when you're shopping for a policy, a great travel agent will help you if you need to file a claim. So I say a great agent because there's a lot of agents out there. I always tell people, you know, you want a good agent or a great agent, not just any travel agent. Um, personal example, as I knock my microphone, uh, personal example, I, I mentioned earlier that I had to file a claim. Um, it's a couple years ago, I think 2017, I was supposed to cruise Celebrity Equinox and I had to cancel that trip. Um, the, the travel insurance company wanted some documentation. Now, of course, it was a cancel for any reason so i didn't need to prove the reason but they wanted proof that like i wasn't actually going on the cruise right and that seems easy and obvious it makes sense and then i went how do i do that um well, i i wasn't aware of any way to get that and and frankly I, I went to the the website for for celebrity and i didn't see anything like that i didn't even see where i could cancel so I reached out to my travel agent and my MEI travel agent uh, was awesome enough to uh, reach out to Celebrity, get the documentation I needed, make sure that it included all the points, pass that on to uh, on to me, and I think even took care of uh, some of the other paperwork. So that's something to consider. Lean on your travel agent whenever you need something. If they can't help you with something, they'll tell you, hey, I can't help you with this. But travel insurance, trip insurance, whatever you want to call it, is something that can help you with that purchasing decision, as well as potentially a great agent can help you with that claim as well. Uh, Number six, policies through the cruise lines aren't necessarily better than others, nor are they worse. One of the more common questions I get is should I get a trip insurance policy through Princess Cruises, whoever, whichever cruise line, right? Um, And this is true of airlines too, though I'll admit I know a lot more about cruising than I do air. I fly a lot, I get on the plane, it gets me there. Hopefully, <laughs> um, but uh, the those policies, for one, they're often written by some of the same companies you may be shopping through, whether it's uh, Allianz or whoever. Um, with only one exception that I'm aware of, cruise lines don't self-insure. They're just uh, they're having other they're working with other companies. They're they're reselling policies, basically. However, they're not the same policies. Just even even if they're the same company, they're not necessarily the same policies that you might be shopping at. So the the benefits, the clauses, all that fine print could be materially different. Um, it's also true that you could run into some trouble. You say, oh, wow, I, I, I priced out trip insurance for my cruise and airfare, and uh, and it looked to be a great deal uh, through the cruise line. Well, if are you getting your airfare through the cruise line? Because if you're not, then the policy through the cruise line or that the cruise line tells you may not cover that that air so it's an important thing to consider read that fine print there are times that going through the cruise line can be a a great deal and I'll tell you if you book your air through the cruise line through air sea pack uh, air sea deals uh, which sometimes don't cost anything more sometimes you can save on air for that way that's another great way of not only having your trip insurance through the cruise line apply to that but also even without trip insurance much like when you book an excursion booking your air through a cruise line can help um, help ensure that they'll make make sure you get to the ship if something happens. So uh, understand that just they're not the same, they're not better, they're not worse. Number seven, finally, shop for plans, not companies. I think I might have said this at the very beginning, um, but I, I see, especially on Facebook groups, people say, hey, what, what trip insurance company should I get? What travel insurance company? And it's everyone's well-meaning, but I see, you know, just reply after reply. Oh, I use Allianz was great. I use Insure My Trip. It was great. I use whoever I'm, i I, feel bad even naming companies because I, I don't even, I, I'm not endorsing any of them. <laughs> um, and maybe those people had great experiences. I don't know if they filed claims with them or not. Uh, but even if they had great experiences or maybe they had terrible experiences, it, what matters is the policy, right? Uh, I find it unlikely that. Any legitimate company that you vet that is a, a real entity, a real business, is going to deny a claim that is clearly within the, the terms. So a lot of the time when people get frustrated with travel insurance companies, it's because uh, they made those assumptions. That was my number one thing. Don't assume, right? They made assumptions about what was covered and it wasn't. Or they'll say, oh, th- this went really well. It's this trip insurance company, this insurance provider. Well, I'm glad everything went well. But somebody else might get a policy and they have in their head a different thing they're wanting to protect against. And that policy or a policy that they're looking at from that company doesn't cover that. So try not to pay attention too much to the company. Look at what policies different companies offer. There's a wide variety. um, And, you know, think about what are you looking to insure against? What are you trying to protect? And find a policy that protects uh, for those circumstances. So I think that just about rounds it out. Those are the, the top seven things I think you should know about getting travel insurance. You can find more about travel insurance, cruising during hurricane season, all sorts of stuff over at cruisehabit.com. Thanks. Before we go, we've got a couple final things for you. Starting with an email from listener, listener Joe Moran. Sort of. Jail Moran on the uh Royal Caribbean blog.com. Uh, message boards, for those of you familiar. Now, usually I'd read the email and comment, answer questions, maybe give bad advice, don't know, you get the idea. Uh, But I think that Joe's question, which is about preparing for longer sailings and just, you know, how to kind of recalibrate if you're not used to sailings, you know, more than seven days, uh, I think it'd make a great topic for an upcoming episode. So we're going to hold off and Joe and everyone else uh, in internet land, You can look forward to that discussion sometime soon. Continuing with this disgraceful pattern of not answering your emails, we also got an email from Carl Lemmerman. And Carl writes, any recommendations for Miami hotels? My wife and I, my two kids, and my mother will be flying into MIA the day before August cruise on Symphony of the Seas. I I do not plan to rent a car. Love the podcast and the website. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Carl from New Jersey. Carl, thank you for writing in. So I'd love to answer this. Um... And I should be able to, but living in South Florida all my life, I've stayed at like maybe two hotels down here ever. So I'm not a good person to answer that question. But Matt from Royal Caribbean Blog has a few South Florida hotel reviews over on his site. And uh, I think Carl and others will find it uh, those reviews helpful. He's always adding some. In fact, I have a hunch that he'll have another one up um, in another month or so. So Check out, uh, check out the, the episode notes, the show notes over at cruisehabit.com, and I will put a link to that and other things that we discussed in the show today. If you have questions you'd like answered, we'll try and do a better job than we just did with Carl and Joe. Uh, just write to us, podcast at cruisehabit.com now uh we do have some people that write to us maybe not as directly write about us really and want to take the time to mention those kind folks who leave reviews on itunes or apple podcasts same thing i think just a different color pattern at this point i don't know how the internet works Uh, so first uh let's see we have Essie White, great podcast. What a wonderful job you do. Your podcasts are so informative and comprehensive. You're so intelligent and articulate in your speech as well, which makes you a pleasure to listen to. Keep them coming. Well, with a review like that, it's going to go straight to my head. Uh, Thank you, Essie. Uh, Smooth Cruising by uh, TCHL is the username. Uh, Keep those great podcasts coming. I like to learn about other cruise lines and be enlightened by your cruising experiences. Well, TCHL, I like taking more cruises so I have more experiences to share with you. It's very self-serving. Thank you very much. Lou with a, I think his username has like a smiley uh, has an emoticon in it. Lou says awesome podcast. Just started listening to podcasts. It's entertaining, informative, really good. Thanks for the podcast. Well, thank you, Lou. Thank you to everyone who uh, leaves us a review. Uh, really, I appreciate all of our listeners, everyone who, who writes in. Leaving us a review is the absolute best way to help get the word out. Uh, it, helps, it helps make it so that we can keep doing this because if no one's listening, I mean, I can keep doing this, but it gets real awkward and uh, my spouse is very patient, but at some point she'll tell me to talk to somebody else about cruising. So uh, so thank you, guys. Uh, If you can, if you're listening to this right now and you can, Please go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, no matter how you listen to the podcast, even if you listen via Stitcher or, or, um, you know, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, I forgot they changed as well. uh, The best place you can leave review in terms of helping us would be over on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. So please do that. Uh, And any content that you like, whether it's our podcasts, articles on the site or videos, we're doing more and more video. Uh, Please share the content with someone that you think will also either find it uh, amusing or helpful or that'll just point laugh at me. I'll take what I can get. Please share. That would mean the world to us. And uh, if you don't already subscribe to our YouTube channel, we're going to be doing, as I said, more and more with video. In fact, this very episode, I believe we're going to go ahead and put on YouTube as well, because I've been doing this with a camera in front of me and it's making me very self-conscious, especially when I write notes on the screen. I'm looking at you guys who are actually looking at this on YouTube. So thank you so much. Check out the show notes. Check out everything we have over on the uh, newly redesigned, actually, cruisehabit.com. I appreciate it. And I look forward to talking ship with you again real soon. Hi, this is Carl from New Jersey, a friend of cruisehabit.com. Follow Cruise Habit on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe to the Cruise Habit podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. But you probably already did that, since you're listening to this right now. So tell your friends to subscribe, too. Search Cruise Habit in the Periscope app to join the broadcasts from ship and shore. They'd love to talk ship with you real soon.